It's said the change is the only constant, but South Dakota is stuck, continually revisiting concerns that really aren't that concerning to most people in our state, while real needs remain unmet. Our smartest and brightest leaving for greener pastures. We can change that. Welcome to Change Agents and the Power of We. Welcome to this edition of The Power of We. Uh, we are Change Agents of South Dakota, and my name is Rick Noby, and I'm the host for today's get-together. We're going to cover two subject matters uh, that are uh, of top interest, uh, top-of-mind awareness uh, these days around the Sioux Falls area. Uh, one of them is uh, the sustainability issue. That's an international issue. And, uh, and then also we're going to talk about uh, the upcoming school board election and a group that's been formed nationally that, that may not have the best interest of children in education at heart. And so that's where we're going to spend some time today. We're going to start off with the uh, sustainability issue. Uh, joining us is Kevin Elsing. He's a member of Change Agents of South Dakota. He has a, a, a huge interest in sustainability issues. And uh, he's kind of our go-to guy in our group to discuss this. So, Kevin, thank you very much for being here today. Appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. So, but back up before we get too far into the weeds here, the the mayor put together, for lack of a better term, a task force to study this, what, two or three years ago? Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. Yeah. And then recently... This task force uh, was informed that their work was being replaced by the work uh, that was put together by the mayor and a couple of his staff people. Am I, is that an accurate statement? Yeah, yeah. There was a group of people uh, that were brought together to, to talk about this issue and to put together a plan. And basically that uh, plan kind of went out the window. Okay. And has, where are we at with, in terms of the... The, the mayor's got this deal going, and then there's the council has some, in theory, they've got some say in this. Do we have a sense of where the council's at and when they're going to take some, have public discussion on this? Yeah. Um, well, first, I guess my understanding is the mayor was somewhat behind this to start with, and some other interests maybe were working with the city council directly, and that maybe had the influence to to get this shot down sounds like the issue now is getting pushed out to september time frame to get voted on that's a long time from now it is a very long time can you explain to people why this issue is important yeah well this is not just a sioux falls issue uh, it's not an american issue it's a global issue and i think right now uh, we've We've gone far enough. We're starting to see the long-term effects of climate change. And all these things start locally and grow nationally and globally. And we just have to start. We, we've waited too long already, in my opinion. We just need to get going on it. Okay. And by get going, what does that mean to you? That means we need to be, have actionable plans that we can put in place with targets, with realistic goals and timelines where we can work toward what we want the world to look like 10 years, 30 years, 50 years from now. Are you going to take my car away from me? My no. internal combustion engine? No, I, I'm not going to take that away from you right away. But at some point, that's probably what's going to happen. 
I've, I've, I've found it interesting over the last couple of years, the, the number, the major car companies are now basically going all electric. And, and even my Ford F-150 pickup truck, they've got an electric version of that now besides, I mean, we all heard about the Teslas and the Priuses and some of the hybrids and stuff like that. But now the major car companies are all going into the electric mode. Yes, you are absolutely right. And there's a, there's a reason for that. Those vehicles actually are better vehicles in the long run than you, when you've been looking at an electric vehicle. As far as just moving parts goes, there are so many fewer moving parts in an electric vehicle to break down. Maintenance is less. Uh, there, there are so many advantages there, the power and everything. It's really good. The, okay, so there's the motor vehicle part of it, but then my understanding is there's, there's construction issues. You know, how do you build houses that are more energy efficient? Is that all part of this conversation too? That is all part of this conversation. You know, we want to have, we want to make sure that we have standards here in South Dakota that meet the rest of the U.S. as far as building codes to make sure we're meeting energy efficient goals that we, that we have here. All that will save money for each person too. So this doesn't, it isn't something that will cost you more in the long run. It should cost you less because you're going to be spending less for energy and and other things too. So it's, it's a win-win. The building code thing, my understanding is that the, the city of Sioux Falls is, has not adopted some of the more current building codes that, that deal with these issues, that cities around us like Fargo and Sioux City and uh, maybe even Rapid City and some other places have updated their building codes, and Sioux Falls apparently has not. Is that true or is that just a rumor that is my understanding that we have chosen to not update those codes here do we know why has anybody given us a rational explanation um i haven't really heard a good explanation yet as to why okay what do you i know earth day is coming up and the the people that were working on the sustainability plan have are working with other groups and uh, in, in, in actually forming a, a coalition rather than just a committee, a coalition of things. Do you know what's coming up uh, for them on April 22nd? Yeah, uh, I believe they have a Earth Day uh, celebration going on. They're going to be cleaning up the Big Sioux River. And then there is a, I can't remember where the location is, but they're meeting at a location that, uh, that after they do the river cleanup. Okay. So. And then there'll be a... a come together kind of a thing a come together kind of thing for sure we're not going to be hugging trees or anything are we Uh, you know only if you want to okay okay we continue our conversations of the power of we i'm rick noby this uh, program is put together by change agents of south dakota we heard from kevin elsing in the first section we're talking about sustainability issues and that's a another issue we're going to continue to follow uh, here locally and nationally and internationally. Also a, a topic that is uh, getting attention nationally, and it's starting to hit Sioux Falls too, uh, has to do with uh, school boards and school elections. Uh, joining us now is uh, Pete Travers. He's a member of Change Agents, and uh, Pete has done a little research on a group that has been formed uh, down in Florida, that is, uh, its tentacles are reaching out to uh, uh, all over the place, including in Sioux Falls. Pete, 
Welcome to the program. Thank you very much, Rick. So the name of this group that you're concerned about is? Moms for Liberty. Well, it sounds very good. What are they all about? It sounds very good, but the reality is quite different. They were formed two years ago in January of 2021 as a, a 501c4 corporation ostensibly concerned with parental rights. Their founders were three Florida women, including Bridget Ziegler, who is the wife of the chairman of the Florida Republican Party. Bridget was the architect of Florida's Don't Say Gay Bill, and she's a current member of the Sarasota County School Board. She was reelected, in fact, in 2022. While Moms has members and local chapters everywhere in the United States, those members have no vote and no say in the organization. Total control is returned by is retained by that three-member board uh, who has all control of operations and of their finances. The organization is, is in lockstep with the DeSantis cultural agenda, uh, which extends beyond education per se, with connections, some financial, to conservative and fundamentalist organizations throughout the United States. Rather than standing for liberty, the organization actively seeks to restrict liberty to only those ideas and beliefs with which its founding members agree. Thus, it attempts even here in South Dakota to impose their views of what should be taught, what should be read, and what should be talked about upon our teachers. And the name of this group, again, is Moms for Liberty. Moms for Liberty. The organization's mission is, is supposedly to empower parents, and particularly that minority of parents that believe that COVID vaccination is a government mind control plot and that a well-crafted but dishonest history of American exceptionalism is never to be questioned. They're not concerned with protecting and defending children but rather with indoctrinating them in their own belief system. Were they truly concerned with the education of our children, they would be lobbying legislatures for uh, means to reduce firearms injury in our schools rather than banning books portraying the horrors of teenage rape. This group accepts and end justifies the means moral code. They call it the warrior culture and are determined to modify the machinery of government to assure the continued power of those who agree with them. We brought this issue to, the, to this conversation for a couple of reasons. The, the Rapid City School Board uh, was taken over uh, uh, last election cycle by uh, parts of this group. Uh, there were seven members on the Rapid City School Board. Four were elected that are part of this, and the Rapid City School Board, the superintendent's gone. There's my understanding from my friends that live out there, there's just all kinds of chaos going on out there uh, right now. And, and we've got a school board election coming up here where one school board member is up, uh, one seat is up. And this Moms for Liberty group, there is a chapter, apparently, that's been formed here? Uh, there is, in uh, Minnehaha County, yes. Do you have any idea how many members there are? And I do. I do not. Uh, matter of the only member of which we are aware is uh, an individual who's spoken out uh, through the pages of the Argus Leader, 
and other forums uh, about banning books uh, here in our school system. They, I, mean, I talked with a school board member, uh, a former school board member recently, and, and she, we, I asked the question about whether during her term on the school board, whether they had ever pulled a book or whatever. And she said in her time there, they, they took one book out of the curriculum and, but kept it in the school library. And that was her only experience, and admittedly a few years back. And it, if you follow the news these days, it seems like every school board in the country is dealing with this issue. Well, there are many dealing with the, uh, the issue. Uh, a school board in, um, in Wisconsin recently uh, weighed in on whether or not a certain song could be done in a school play. Um, the, also just recently, uh, an art teacher who was going to show her class um, uh, work by uh, Michelangelo, uh, including Michelangelo's David, was told she, she, she couldn't do that, and it actually violated school policy uh, for having done so. It turns out that the mayor of Florence, Italy, then invited not only the, uh, the teacher, but the entire class to come to Florence, <laughs> Italy, and see the real David. We should extend the invitation in, in the United States because we've got one of the authorized replicas of Michelangelo's David here in Sioux Falls, downtown. We do, and that has not been free of controversy over the 30-plus years or so the statue has been in our fair city. So the, it, so the term Moms for Liberty, it, as you opened up the, your dialogue on this, was they, they talk about parental rights, but it sounds like it's more group control of teachers, students, and the entire educational system. It is. Parental rights is simply the, the, the sham that they are per perpetuating on an audience. Uh, their concern is not with their real parental rights, the real parental liberty. Uh, if you want to have liberty, you can have it, and we'll support it as long as it agrees with our idea of liberty. Whatever, yeah, okay. Well, this is one of those evolving, it's, it's been around nationally for quite a while, but it, apparently it's starting to uh, uh, sprout up here in Sioux Falls. And the reason we brought the topic up is on May 16th, there is a school board election. There's one seat that's open. And, and we're going to be talking with the candidates uh, for the board. And w before, when we have our next broadcast, we'll have another broadcast before May 16th, and we'll talk more about this particular group and the candidates that are running and uh, hopefully inform you, uh, our listeners, a little bit more in a broader sense of what's at stake here. So, Pete Travers, thank you very much for being here. Appreciate it. Kevin Elsink, appreciate your being here today. Thank you. Uh, this edition of The Power of We brought to you by the, the Change Agents of South Dakota. I'm Rick Novi. We'll talk again soon.